What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Unrelated Sports Podcast. I am Andy McConnell, and with me, as always, is Cody Allstat. Cody, how are we? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I mean, after struggling to get my son to go to sleep tonight, I'm doing pretty good. Well, that's that's good. I, I obviously have no experience with that at all, so I don't know. I don't know the struggle at all. Well, most of it for me is usually um, laying with him until he falls asleep, and then majority of the time I fall asleep first, and I wake up, and he's usually falling asleep by the time I wake up. Today, I woke up, and he was wide awake, so have that going for us. So you must not must not have tired him out enough throughout the day? I guess not. He did take a three-hour nap. Oh, well, that, might, that, might, that might do it a little bit. But that's pretty normal for a, a two-year-old. Oh. Like they take a lot of, you know, he just takes the one nap, but it's usually two to three hours. I miss nap time so much. Um, I don't enjoy falling asleep in the middle of the day on accident. That is true. That gets rough, but yeah. Hey, at least you don't do it at responsibilities. Work, right? At least you don't do it at work. I mean, I could. Yeah. You probably find a nice company. Nobody knows. I mean, oh, for sure. We could definitely hide somewhere. I, I'm definitely not going to your office. The cooler. Yeah, I mean, that's only for the special people who can brace the cold. Beat I mean, meat. I have a meat cooler, man. Oh, I forgot. You have the meat And cooler. a freezer. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that. So, another topic. How was your Super Bowl Sunday? It was good. Uh, went to my brother's. Went, uh, had... Ate way too much again, like I do every time I go there. Um, nice. Watched the game, enjoyed it, and took the late ride home. Uh, how about yourself? No, it, it was good. Just chill at home. Didn't have really a whole lot. We had a kind of a big lunch earlier in the day, so didn't really have a whole lot. Um, but So did, did you watch the regular broadcast or the Nickelodeon broadcast? I did watch the regular. Okay. Um, I was ready to turn it off because... Romo, to me, like, when he started, man, he was a breath of fresh air. But, like, it's like they they just kept giving him more more and more lead or rope to, to go out with. And uh, he's a little much at times. Yeah, him on the game-winning touchdown call. Like, uh, Jim Nance gave the whole jackpot Kansas City call. And then normally, like, announcing crews will let it breathe, as they say. Like, so they won't say anything for probably, like, 30 seconds. Just let the crowd tell the story and i think romo tried to keep talking over that and yeah you can't can't do that no um i i think right now my favorite announcer by far is greg olson i would take him every game of the year yeah it's a good thing he has a job lined up oh wait uh, he's he was the number one yeah I, i'm excited to see here hear tom but i hope he's more like Greg Olson than he is Tony Romo. Yeah, I mean, as long as he's better than Collinsworth or Aikman, that's at least, we're just going to start there for Tommy, and then if he can just work his way up. Yeah, but instead they give him the number one job immediately. Yeah, and they replace arguably the best play-by-play guy, or second best, I mean, I know people love (laughs) Romo too, Um, play-by-play guy in the, or not play-by-play, color guy, sorry, in the in all the National Football League. Yeah. I 
I would take Greg Olson over Tony Romo any day. Yeah. Like like I said, Romo was good when he first started, but it's just like he he's too much now. Yeah, well, I'm, I wonder if, and we'll, we'll get to a different topics later. Don't worry. We're, we're just discussing this before we get to the big game. Um, but I wonder if, like, some CBX execs got in his ear because he was kind of like, I don't know, he was just, he was fun and kind of peppy, like, early on. And now, yeah, now I don't know if they told him to really go into overkill or if they tried to just pull something, pull some other reins on him. They need to rein it in a little bit for yeah. a lot. Um. So, Cody, you know who also has to rein it in just a little bit? The uh, the fans at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Who that got ugly. I mean, fun as people thousands of miles away, but uh, if you're uh, if you're, you're golfing in that tournament or just a normal fan and you're getting cut off from beer sales because everybody else is an idiot, it's not a good look. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, the Waste Management, Waste Management Phoenix Open at Scottsdale, um, they basically, they call it the People's Open because it is basically one giant party for golf fans or more non-golf fans um, where it, it's basically like a football or a basketball or a, game, a baseball game atmosphere where you just have rowdy, rowdy fans all most severely intoxicated are just yelling and hooting and hollering. Something that's completely a 180 from a regular golf tournament. Yeah, usually it's quiet. I mean, that's where um, people were like screaming for Ricky Fowler once, and and he they, they quieted down right before he putted, and he like pumped the crowd back up to get him to start doing it again. Yeah, I mean they lo- they love Ricky there. I mean everybody plays every place. Who Ricky, doesn't like Ricky? That that is true. But it, it's basically like watching Happy Gilmore come to life to an extent. Yeah, 100. percent um, but yeah, unfortunately, um, people might or might not have jumped four times over the line that there is between yeah. having fun and going overboard. Like heckling players mid swing, like Jordan Spieth was one of them. Yeah. Um, doing snow um, angels in the sand pit. Yeah. That's not good. Um, no. the, the guy that did that, like he tried to do a flip or something in there and he did not do well. Yeah. It was funny to see, but yeah, you had guys like just barrel rolling down hills. I don't know. It was, and then guys yeah. trying to pick fights with Zach Johnson. Iowa's own. Yep. Yeah, uh, he was ready to throw down. Yeah, there was a. He looked. He looked hot. Yeah, and I just i I have a feeling, and it's going to come down to one two things. Either the PGA is going to have to learn to regulate, and the people who run the Phoenix Open going to have to learn to kind of regulate all the craziness that goes on there or the PGA is going to have to pay all these guys a lot more money because or else nobody's going to want to play right nobody nobody's going to go to that tournament if they're going to get crapped on yeah and again I know people would say oh well you know in other sports you have people hooting and hollering and, and everything but I don't know just golf golf's different yeah golf's a game of like every every movement you make matters yeah like, I mean, that's why it's so crazy, you know, like whenever Tiger is in the middle of a backswing and then heck, he can hear just like a bird chirp or something, something go off. And he, he has the ability where he can just drop the club and he's good to go. Other guys are not right. that. Have you ever tried to do that? It is impossible. I don't understand how he can do it. No. Well, 
for me, I think I just keep swinging anyway because I know the ball's not going to go where I want it to. It, so. Yeah, it doesn't really matter that much, but it's still yeah. You at least that's something I can blame That'd my slice on. Yeah. Or or if it like if it actually hooks, and I was planning for the slice, then I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. See, that's always what I do though. I play for the slice and um, newsflash, it doesn't it doesn't slice. I know that that's when you hit one straight as an arrow. Yeah. I mean, it happens once in blue moon, but yeah. At least we're getting closer to golf season. Right Ooh, can't wait. I I got a trip in a little over a month. Nice. Can't wait. Nice. And again, the way the weather's looking, you probably get to enjoy a lot of that trip. Yeah. It, hopefully it stays nice. But I, there is a chance of snow here tomorrow. See, I never knew about that chance up until like somebody told me at like noon today. Yeah, was it? Yeah, good, good to see. I pay attention. That's fine. You don't need to. Yeah, it's not that big of. It's Iowa in February. Yeah. We're supposed to expect snow. That 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 is true. That is true. Hey, um, one thing you know, we were talking about Tiger. He is back this week. Yeah, um, golfing in his first tournament since. God, it's been a while. Maybe the was it the Masters? Masters last year. Last year? Yeah. That's what, that's what I kind of think. I mean, unless if you include the little event that he did with him and Charlie. Um, but Yeah. But Where the memes are coming from that one. Yeah. What up, big guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, the big dog one? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Great. And uh, Tiger, we don't know many details on it, but Tiger did sign a new deal with uh, TaylorMade. Yeah, he's not for... going to have the iconic Nike swoosh on his uh, clothing at all. Anymore. Yeah, it's... it's... Taylor made Sunday Red is the name of his partnership. I don't know. They're bringing out a new clothing line, or yeah. I, I mean, I'm, for if your Taylor made is smart because you know people will buy it if it's like available for. Oh people. yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be sold out immediately. So you think if I buy that and wear it, would it give me like some superpowers a little bit? No. Oh. Okay. Well, it might make you feel cool. Cool. Until you swing the until you swing the club. Oh. Well, I, I can I can at least be optimistic, right? Yeah, go feel good. I'm wearing red right now. Yeah, for all those who are listening, because I will eventually get this post on YouTube, maybe sometime. <laughs> what one of one of these days we will get there. Can't wait. Um, hey, so Cody, you know what I can't wait for too, and I know you're as excited. Oh, I can't wait. It is five days till the Daytona 500. <laughs> Which is this Sunday, one thirty, Fox uh, Central Time on your local Fox affiliate. The seventy sixth edition of the Great American Race. I'm just, uh, I'm so giddy. Yeah, you just yeah, keep, yeah. You just keep it, it on your head. It's yeah. something. I am. I am. You go off, buddy. Okay. Well, for starters, a bunch of big storylines, and for those who want to just skip ahead, I'm probably only going to talk about this for maybe a minute or two, so you can just skip ahead if you if you don't want to hear me ramble on about NASCAR, but. Bunch of big storylines. How do I do that? How do I do that? Yeah, you're trapped here, so you can't do this. <laughs> um, but, so, a couple, few big storylines. One, um, your defending champion, Ryan Blaney. My guy. One of my guys. Um, this is one event that he has not won. He's can't finished second twice. Had a dominant car in a couple other ones. This could very easily be his year, but I say that every year. I feel like a broken record at this point. Um, then, also, you have NASCAR's most popular driver, Chase Elliott. 
who last year was, let's see, suspended for a race, missed six races because he broke his leg. Um, didn't really look like he wanted to be there the last half of the year. So, yeah. Um, Is that Bill Elliott's son? You'd be correct. Ooh, nice. 2020 um, Cup Series champion Chase Elliott there. And, I mean, Chase has come close to winning the 500 a few times as well. And I think from NASCAR's perspective, it'd be good if he maybe won or at least ran well just to get him some confidence and get his rabid fans going, too, to start the year. Um, some other guys to watch. A big Bubba Wallace fan. Bubba's usually pretty good at um, the super speedway type tracks, which is like what Daytona is. Um, yeah, Brad Keselowski, 2012 Cup Series champ, who's looking for his first uh, Daytona 500 win. And then you have Kyle Busch, who one of the more recognizable names, even just for kind of casual fans, casual people. Um, this will be his 19th attempt at the Daytona 500. He's never won once. Kind of similar to another guy who used to drive a black car for Richard Childress Racing and Dale Earnhardt, where it took him 20 years of trying and 20 years of frustration to finally win the 500. Um, however, none of them are my pick at all. Ooh. Yeah. So my pick will actually be the three car of Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch's teammate. Um, Austin is the grandson of Richard Childers. He won the 500 in 2018. The reason I say that and the reason he's my pick, so this year's 500 will be on February 18th, same date that Dale Earnhardt passed away. Um, there has been two previous times where the 500 has been held on February 18th since Dale Earnhardt died. The first one was in 2007, where Kevin Harvick, driving the 29 car, which was the three car um, before Earnhardt passed away, beat Mark Martin in one of the closest 500s in history. I know. Cody that made. one hurt me. I, that one hurt a lot of people. I mean, in all honesty, unless if you were a true Kevin Harvick fan, I think everybody wanted to see Mark Martin win that race. Yeah, that sucked. And then the other time was, as I just mentioned, in 2018, when Austin Dillon, driving the three car, won his first Daytona 500. So the common theme is it's probably going to be the guy who either drove, who drives the three or formerly drove the three, and there's only one answer for that in the field this year. And that would be the three car Boston Dill. Okay. So yeah, that is my little Daytona 500 preview. Thanks for sticking around. Awesome. Thank hey, you. Hey, you know, now you're going to have to listen to me talk about my, my passion here. Okay. Go ahead. First of all, it is the week of Iowa high school state wrestling. Always my favorite week when I was a kid growing up. I loved going to the state tournament, watching watching kids that made it somewhere that I never even got close to. Um, watching their dreams come true. Like, I, I can vividly remember many trips there. And, like, our, the final, oh, the finals is just can't wait. Saturday night. Um, I, or my hometown of Decorah is sending their record, uh, tied tied for their record, seven, seven wrestlers to state. So that's out of 14 weight classes. In nice. two A, so I think uh, I believe Cresco's sending five. Yeah. Yep, okay. they've got two uh, two Schmoss boys that are ranked like third and fourth, I believe, this year. But uh, uh, yeah, so that that's going on this week. Going to be paying very close attention to that. Um, I know that one guy that I'm really excited to watch is a 106 pound one A kid. Uh, he's a Schwab. His uh, dad was Doug is Doug Schwab, the 
coach of UNI wrestling, and he wrestled for Osage in high school. But now he, uh, I think, I'm not positive on this, but I think um, his kid is homeschooled, but wrestles for um, Don Bosco out of Waterloo area. So, and the Dons usually have a really good wrestling program. Oh yeah, they're they're a very stout program. Um, So that's going on this week. Uh, And then I want to talk a little bit. uh, I know that uh, for women's wrestling, um, the NCAA voted in favor or they're working on it, making women's wrestling into an NCAA sport, making it like I think the 91st official um, sport. They're eyeing 2026 as the first year of that. Because right now there is college wrestling, but it's not a NCAA. It's like NCH. I don't. I can't tell you what it is. Okay. But um, so that's pretty exciting for it to to see the growth of wrestling going on. Um, I know I I need to shout out. I forgot to last week. Uh, one of our listeners, Scott Biederman, his um, his cousin's daughter wrestled at the um girls state wrestling meet a couple weeks ago I I don't I can't find I know she didn't win it but I know she was in the semifinals I don't know how she went from there but looked up a little few of her she's a heck of a wrestler and she'll be one to watch out for over the next years up upcoming years especially if they continue into uh college you know that's it's great to see I love to watch the sport grow um, yeah, that is pretty cool. And then, and you know what will help the sport grow? Parity. Parity will help. So this la- over the last few weeks, um, here's how the college, like Penn State, is by far and away the number one team in college wrestling. They have five, five guys ranked number one. They have nine guys ranked in the top six, and I think they're. Um, tenth. Yeah, the tenth wrestler is ranked tenth. So like, all right there on the All American cusp. So probably gonna beat Iowa's all time record for um points at the national championships for team wise. Like, we're talking Penn State might have the greatest college team of all time right now. And they just took Iowa as much. Did they? Oh yeah. It was bad, but here's the parody in wrestling. Um, Penn State's far and away the best, no questions. It's it's not even close. But Iowa, um, a few weeks ago, beat the crap out of Nebraska. Nebraska just beat the crap out of Michigan. Michigan last week as you might recall from this from our episode beat the crap out of Iowa so there's the difference between wrestling from like your top rank guy and your 25th rank guy 30th unranked guys is usually not very big like any given day some of these guys can can go out and win um that's why like 125 I've talked about there's been about 
a million upsets this year. I think all of the top 33 have at least one loss, if not more. Um, like, yeah, there's five guys on Penn State that don't have any losses that are all not ranked number one. But, like, it's it's pretty rare. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun fun next couple, next few weeks. We're getting closer and closer to NCAA championship week. That's about a month, a little over a month away. We'll have the Big Tens between then, a couple more wrestling meets, duels. So, well, the NCAA wrestling tournaments, those usually happen during the same week you're gone, don't they? Like, you take your yep, yep, that, that starts, I don't know, that I'm guessing, I think I'm gone... Maybe like the twentieth or twenty first of March. Okay. Yeah, usually about the, that. For the first week of March Madness. And yes. Week of March Madness. So. Yes. Cannot wait to, for that. I will not be watching much basketball. I will watch some, but that's just because of the group of guys I'm around are going to be watching it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just a disclaimer: I will not be watching any wrestling during that whole week. It's basketball. It's basketball season twenty four seven. There. Not even the finals. Uh, no, so probably not. No, it, it depends what basketball's going on at that point. All right, it feels like we're not watching a lot of basketball that night. Usually, it feels like that night we're we got the wrestling on at the condo. Okay, okay, but yeah, we'll see. I it, mean, we'll see. You never know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just flip it on and, and I'll happen to happen to see something. There's my eye. there is a U and I guy ranked number one at 184 pounds this year. Yeah, go cats. So, oh, might enough. make it worth your while. That's good. That that's good to know. Um, Let's see. Trying to think. So, uh, do you have some? I, do you have a Wrexham update for us? Yes, Hunter? they finally pulled out another win today against. I don't remember who it was. They, but they, they stopped their skid. They won two to one, bringing them up to in in Britain or where. Instead of calling it standings, they call it the table, and they are fourth in their table now. Like I said, the top three in the table go automatic bids to League One. So, nice. And they did just announce that the new season of Welcome to Wrexham will be starting in April, So, nice. which is going to be a little weird watching it this year, knowing that I've been paying attention to the to this season, so like... It, there's not going to be a lot of new information for me, but well, yeah. I'll still watch it anyway. Nice, nice. Yeah, so Ryan Reynolds having a pretty good week. I mean, Wrexham wins. His wife gets to be with Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Not, not bad. Yes. Was he there? I didn't no, look, I, don't I guess. So. I don't think so. Oh, right. and I guess they announced Deadpool 3 is coming out. Oh, is that is that a big movie? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I've actually watched it surprisingly, or watched the first two surprisingly. I'm guessing you watched it on TV where it was edited a little bit? No. So no swearing? No, I actually went to the theaters, Cody. Believe it or okay. not. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. If I, if I remember right, I think... Uh, Who gave you permission? I'm, I'm no, sorry. I have no comment. You're, you're a nice <laughs> friend. You know that, right? I try to be. Okay. Well, Cody, I guess without, uh, without further ado, you got anything else you want to break down or... Is it time? Not. God, I don't think anything else we covered. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess let's move on. Without further ado, is that ado, the end of the show? No, but this—I think for the last time, this 
this season. Do you want to talk about football? I thought you'd never ask. Man, that's hard to say. Let's, it really is. Let's be real. We're going to be talking about football. There's going to be stuff to talk that, about. That, that is that is true. I mean, <laughs> we got the draft. We got predictions. We've got players leaving. That's true. We got three. Well, Emma, let's start with this. The number one quarterback taken in the 20, was it 2018 draft? Yeah. Or hold on. I think it was 2017, actually. 2017? Hold on. Let me see what I got. Yeah, 2017. Was cut this week. And he wasn't even cut by the team that he was drafted by. No, he was cut by the Steelers. Sad day. Yeah. Oh, good old Mitch Trubisky. They thought he was. Wow. They thought he was the answer in Chicago. Those poor guys. Yeah, they traded up to get him, didn't they? Yeah, they moved up one spot with the Niners. They moved up from three to two. And the Niners took Solomon Thomas instead. And then, um, and then let's see, some guy named Watson went at twelve. We can just kind of bypass that one. And then, uh, yeah. let's see, uh, Kansas City traded up to number ten with Buffalo to draft. Uh, Dean, I'm drawing a blank. What's his name? Um, he's a state. Yeah, he's a state. He's a state farm guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah, the Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, drafted number ten, sat a season behind Alex Smith. Yep. And then, well, it's it's been a full freight train ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's kind of good. He just won his third Super Bowl. It's third Super Bowl. Spoiler. MVP. My gosh. And for once, I'm not complaining about the quarterback getting it because he deserved it. Yeah. I mean, the only other people that I could think of, I thought Isaiah McDuffie had a really good game. I mean, I know he didn't, he did. he didn't have any picks or anything, but he was basically a shutdown corner that game. And yep. then I'll give love to Tommy except, Townsend. You know, they can't vote except for, for he get, didn't uh, he give up that penalty that, that extended the overtime drive? Yeah, I kind of was it McDuffie. Yeah, I still don't know why they called it. They, they didn't. I don't either. Um, but also, I want to give some love to Tommy Townsend. <laughs> you know, you can't vote for punters to win the Super Bowl MVP. NFL, please change that. Just please. Punting is winning. It is. We know we're from Iowa. Nickelodeon knows it. Yeah, exactly. Nickelodeon knows it. SpongeBob and Patrick know now too. Um, and then I mean, I thought Harrison Bucker had it. Chance to win an MVP as well. Holy cow. I mean, what a kicker. 57 yards on a rope. Like, didn't even have any hang time on it. No, it, line drive under under somebody's hands. Yeah, that was, oh my gosh, that's nuts. That's why, <laughs> I mean, still not the best kicker in the league because he's not Justin Tucker, but he is number two. Right. He's a clear cut number is, two. Yeah. It's Tucker, Bucker, and then everybody else. Yeah, and it's a rotating cast of characters at three, but but yeah, but yeah. I mean, when it's all said and done, one team had Superman on the on its side, and um, he put on the cape. Yeah, it, they were keeping him in check for the first half for sure. Even even the start of the second half. Um, but that's that's been him in basically every Super Bowl. I mean, the first one against the Niners, they were slow out of the gate. Um, the one against the Bucks, they were, I mean, he, now that one, he tried to do everything and his wide receivers couldn't catch a cold. Um, right. And then even the one against the Eagles last year, um, they, they were slow out of the gate. 
it was it, it's astounding watching him play like when we've talked about before that like usually when he's forced to be in the pocket or whatever is when he's at his best but like I think he can do anything at his best when needs to like yeah and I I mean they you know people always said one that Tom Brady's the goat which we 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 could debate that until our face is blue I don't really feel like doing that at all but they also say that Aaron Rodgers might be might have been the most physically gifted quarterback of all time and um I think that torch has been passed I really do yep because Yep. can run and he can throw it any freaking where he wants and it's just any way he wants yeah like he's got he he doesn't have the most arm talent in the nfl mm-hmm. like like not josh but, allen type i would say right honestly, but. but he's way better than josh allen yep. like i know that i'm not saying anything against josh allen even as a dolphins fan josh allen is an unbelievable nfl player he's a great quarterback but the things that Mahomes can do is unbelievable. I mean, that initial deep ball that he dropped in Hardman's lap. Oh my gosh, that was Chef's kiss. Yeah. It's I And then I mean then he can he had almost 400 total yards of offense by himself. He was the Chiefs leading rusher and this is and I, they Chiefs have a good running back in Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. And I mean, And they they have Clyde Edwards Slayer too like yeah. he he not that he did much or does much anymore, but like they drafted him to be <laughs> to be a good running back. Well, and what it was, I think it was might have been. I don't know if it was the third or the fourth quarter, but when Mahomes had that read option where he kept it, and then he started to kind of get into the second year, I was thinking, oh my gosh, he might actually take this all. Is the he score? Was that the twenty-two yarder? It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. He just he does what the great ones are supposed to do, or not supposed to do what the great yeah. ones can do. He can take it to another level when you think there isn't another level to go to. It's just that simple. Yeah, there's he. It's a pleasure to watch. Like I know a lot of people do. I think more and more people are going to start disliking him because he's so good. Yeah, but he's a pleasure to watch, and he's. I mean, he's an, he's got the ego that that's just part of being a quarterback in the NFL, though. Mm-hmm. But it's not over the top. He, like he'll say he might say one kind of egotistical thing, but then he'll he'll do three more things that's like, oh, look at that guy! Right? It's just you want to yeah. go give the guy a hug. Like it's just. <sighs> he, I, I heard today on McAfee. He said he he really might he really thinks he's actually going to cut his hair after this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it, like I, I think, like maybe shave off the whole like floppy mohawk that he's had going for ever. Yeah, he's. That's like a signature of his. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Travis Kelsey was non-existent in the first half, and then second half he turned into a different animal. Yeah. He he let it up. Maybe Taylor gave him a pep talk at halftime. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and all jokes all, all jokes aside, that, it, it was pretty cool seeing their, them after the game. I mean. Oh, they, yeah. They didn't totally, Definitely. The media didn't try, totally go into overkill, but just it's like that dude's a he, he's a very happy dude. I mean, they're very. He's happy he's living his best life right now. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, that it was it was it was cool to watch. And then, I mean, yep. Andy Reid's such a likable head coach. Who, like, that's the thing. Oh. For the most part, they have such a likable team. You just they do. They have they have three people on their um 
on their staff or on their team that could definitely are definitely like Mount Rushmore of that position esque. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid is quickly ascending into one of the greatest coaches of all time. I think he's third on the all time wins list. Shoot. Behind Belichick and Don Shula. Yeah. And then you got Mahomes already on the GOAT list of I mean he yeah. he's he's top four for sure quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. If he's I, not number one. Yeah. I mean I think he's he's basically now in the same stratosphere as if he wasn't already with uh Montana and Brady. I think that's that yeah. it's those three. And then Kelsey is arguably probably a top three tight end of all time. Yeah, top four. definitely. Um, I, he's not Gronk. He's not prime Gronk. I will say that. Gronk was a better all-around pr- tight end. Prime Gronk, but you're, we're talking about a career, though. That is true. That is true. He might be having – he might have a better career once it's all said and done. Yeah, because he, he has at least has a longevity that Gronk hasn't had. Like Did not have at all. No, because, I mean, he hasn't just – Don't did, get me wrong. I love – I love Gronk, even though he played, he missed the tackle. So I, um, I really love Gronk. He yeah. didn't have the angle. He did not have the angle. Um, That's a reference to the miracle in Miami, by the way, folks. Yeah, but look it up. It's a, it's a fun video, just especially when you hear all the different uh, announcers from that. It, especially when it goes to Spanish. That's fun. Anytime, oh, that's a good one. Anytime they do this, anytime you hear Spanish announcers, it does get fun because they just get so. It excited. is fun. Um, That's great. But yeah, so but yeah. Back, back to, well, that guy, it's just, and you, you think you're surprised by him and he, like, it, even when they were down 10, it's like, now nah, they're still going to come back and they're still going to come back. Yeah, I, I did not have any doubts. Well, and I, um, I think I texted you during the game. Maybe I did. Maybe I was texting Ash and that San Francisco not capitalizing on those early mistakes that was going to like, it felt like they should have been winning that game by 20. It really did. Yes, definitely. And then um, when they just kept letting Kansas City hang and hang and hang, then it's like, oh, oh no. And don't get me wrong, they played good too. Like the both, it was a the defenses on both teams are fantastic. Well, and I mean, the Niners suffered the unfortunate injury with Drake Greenlaw just running out on the that, field and then tearing his Achilles. That's heartbreaking. And that, I mean, that takes him out most of next season, too. If not all of next season. Because, I mean, yeah. the Achilles is like a, a 9 to 12 month recovery time. Um, yeah. So you have that. Well, because then as soon as he go, he went out, I saw that they put in Oren Burks, former Packers linebacker, but he was the backup who they put in. And they targeted Burks nine times. He gave up nine catches, like over 100 yards and a touchdown. He was, it was just like... It's what you're supposed to that's do. When what, it, it's what you're supposed to do when one of your starters get hurt. You go attack. That's what. Meat. That's what good coaches do. Yeah. Um. So speaking of good coaches, should we talk about Kyle Shanahan? <sighs> he is a good coach. We're not gonna. We're not gonna disparage him. Like he. Yeah, that is true. Don't. I mean, yes, he's <laughs> he's blown some leads. Three of them in the Super Bowl, but yes. Um. I just I don't get. <laughs> You've been able to kind of have your way with McCaffrey, minus his fumble, but McCaffrey's having his yep. way. And coming out of halftime, you just force him a Holmes pick, and you decide you're going to throw the ball six straight times. Well, that worked for them. That, that's worked for him in the past, like with Matt Ryan as their quarterback, right? Yeah, I mean they were only up twenty-eight to three, and then 
Matty Ice might have fumbled from Dante Hightower and it all went downhill from there. Um, or it might have, let's see, they were up by 10 against, oh yeah, Mahomes and company about four years ago. And that worked out good. Oh, wait, no, it didn't. Um, we got a good running game. It says it's, and it's not just him. Like it's, it's his whole coaching tree. Yep. Likes to abandon the run when it works. The only exception is McVeigh because the run is not a staple of his offense. I will say that's true. Like his is more just use motions left and right, and they'll just run like quick screens and stuff like that. But yeah, between like Matt Lafleur likes to abandon the ground game when it's working, which I still don't understand. I'm, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, we've seen McDaniel do it before. It's just like it's, it's hurt my heart many times. And then, it's, oh, good, good. And then, oh no, then to then to take the ball in overtime. Yeah, and it's not it's not that he took the ball. It it is that he took the ball, but it's also the reasoning behind it didn't make any sense. He didn't know his the rules of the game, which is a big no no. Yeah, he didn't explain to his players the rules of overtime, which now new to last year because of after the crazy Chiefs and Bills um overtime game of what was it, twenty twenty, twenty twenty one? Um Was that the thirteen no, that's not thirteen seconds. Yeah, it was, yeah, twenty twenty one. That's what it was. Okay. Um the NFL implemented these new overtime rules where instead of just one team getting the ball and if you go down and score a touchdown, the game's over, both teams get a chance to possess the ball regardless of what happens when the opening team has it. So Shanahan and the Niners took the ball, which anybody who's ever played college video games or watched college overtime, you don't take the ball first. You never take the ball first. No. You always you, let, yeah, you, you give them ball. the ball and then you answer. Yep, because then you see what you have to do. Because then you know either, hey, you have to score a field goal to tie, or maybe you need a touchdown to tie. Or or you need a touchdown and to win it. Yeah. Where the Niners and took the ball. the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say, yeah, so the Niners take the ball. They end up driving down the field, and they have to settle for a field goal. After Chris Jones blew up the freaking play, <laughs> maybe made the play of the Super Bowl, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, saved, saved a touchdown because I think Purdy had two guys wide open, which would have been for the go-ahead touchdown. But then Jake Moody bains home a field goal, and then Kansas City gets the ball, and right away they face a fourth and one from their own 34. Like, if they have the ball first, I don't know if they go for it right there. Right. They're that They might be punting and playing field, field position. Exactly. And, well, so instead, they go for it. Mahomes ends up running, and then they just they'll start delivering body blows, body blows, body blows. They get down to the two-yard line, and I think it was the two or somewhere around there. And then Mahomes yep. finds McCole Hardman, of all people, for the game-winning touchdown. Right. Yep. For the haymaker. And what's crazy is Chris Jones, the big D tackle for the uh, Chiefs, said that they had been talking about like these overtime scenarios for like the last two weeks, basically since they... Yeah. Um, won the AFC title. Found they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that even two days beforehand, it, they decided that if the Niners uh, got the ball first in overtime and went down and scored a touchdown, if the if the Chiefs ended up scoring a touchdown in response, they were going to go for two instead of going for uh, going, yep. going for the extra point. So it's like they had all the scenarios lined up. They had it all. They had it planned out. And in that scenario that they were talking about, though, they were planning on – that was if they won the toss – 
and because they would be deferring, assuming that they would be deferring. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, and for as much grief as Andy Reid gets for his clock management, and rightfully so, considering they had to burn a timeout early in the third quarter. Um, yeah, being all on top of that stuff is chef's kiss. Yeah, Co- coaching matters. Yeah, just a, just a little bit. It like that kind of tells you the depth of how much planning goes into that because that's a that's a scenario that was probably not likely. I mean, it did happen, yes, but that was a scenario that unlikely, but they were planning for it just in case. How how many how many moments in the game were they probably did they have? Okay, this is if this happens, this if this happens, this like coaches know what's going on. That's why that's why you got to be constantly prepared. It's just it it just is. And it remind makes me think of like just a conversation we had before about like when Harbaugh was not on the sideline for some of the Michigan games. It's like. Did it really matter? No, because they probably had everything planned out to the T, no matter what the situation. Yep. Now, I'm not saying that coaches being on the sideline isn't important, but... Yeah, but in terms of, like, just, like, game scenarios like that, they... Most teams, all, they, again, they go through situations A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's just they have everything signed up on their play sheet and everything. And they probably, and like most yeah. teams have a guy that say, hey, remember, we're going to go for this here or we're, or we're going to punt here. It's just. Yeah. I mean, it's all, there's so many analytics in it now, too. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, I just, I mean, just, but again, what a crazy ending to an awesome season. It really was. Um, again, the game was sloppy yeah. to at best in the first half, but second half business picked up. It, it reminded me a lot of the halftime show. Um, started off a little slow. Didn't know what was really going on. And then Alicia Keys showed up, and after that it was lit. That's that, that's good. I still had no clue. I knew when, who Alicia Keys was when she showed up. I had no clue who everybody else was. So I, Yeah, I, 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 I knew a few. But I, I thought in the household that I was at, we were watching it. And it was like, God, this isn't very good. And then all of a sudden, like everybody's in it. So yeah. it was it was a pretty good. I usually don't like the halftime show, but that was pretty decent. Pretty decent. Seems like the common theme of the uh, of the night. Because I mean, even uh, Reba, her her national anthem was awesome. It just <sighs> early on though, like the first like verse or first like few lines, yeah. it just seemed like it was a little. Kind of maybe just nerves are kind of rocky a little bit, and then it, it oh. like she blew it out of the freaking water. Yeah, that was fantastic. And then she went over. Um, she held the last note. Yeah. What? Well, what was her time? I, I think I clocked. I think it would end up being like 95, 95 seconds. And the okay. over under was a um, 90, 90? And a half, and a half, so a minute and a half. Okay. And yeah, she held the last note for like Ooh. maybe eight seconds. Oh really? Yeah. That was what did it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I know that um, me and you had uh, – we didn't do any betting. I didn't do any betting, but we bet between each other. You did the heads and tails, and you got you got the opening kickoff right, but I had the half time, or I had the okay. overtime. That's right. I got the one that they only count – that they count. They don't count. I don't time. care. I am I got the one that counted. Okay. Oh, good, good, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> um, well, I mean – It's like we were 50% on those. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what the odds of that are. Strange. Uh, on the coin, on the coin toss, it's just that's pretty good. And then uh, the 
Uh, Gatorade color was purple for all those who were wondering. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah, I think they, they showed Forgot it. about that one. They showed it maybe two commercials after, coming out of two commercials after the game ended, I think. Okay. Like, I want to say maybe, I can't remember if they did it before the trophy cell ceremony or after. Um, but Was that because the colors of the Super Bowl were red and purple? Oh, oh. Hey, and they were all the red. That's true. Hey, hey next, yeah. year, next year on the colors, I believe, are, I think they're red and green. So um, Green Bay is going to be like I've seen I've seen like twenty different ones. I, I think they're all fake. I don't think any of them are real yet. Because I've seen I saw an orange and blue one that was like Dolphins Lions. Oh, oh, I think orange and blue, and I think the orange crush from the uh, <laughs> Broncos back in the day. Mm. But we no, we used to be a proper society where the Super Bowl logos were awesome, and then like honestly, yeah. Super Bowl Forty Five when the Green Bay beat Pittsburgh, that's when it just became all dull. <laughs> It really did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I will say too before we, or while we before we get away from the Super Bowl talk, Brock Purdy actually did play pretty decent. He really. Oh yeah. He didn't play. He didn't play outstanding like Mahomes by any means, but he didn't play like awful like Trent Dilfer. Um. He really right. Did. He he stayed in his lane. He he made some throw. He made some beauties. Yeah. Um. You could see that pressure got to him. Yeah. When like in moments like not not the overall pressure of the game, it was yep. like when there was some blitz in his face, that's going to affect him. Like it does, he did everybody. It did Tom Brady. That was his Achilles heel was when there's pressure in his face, he wasn't good. Yeah. There's only, just getting that pressure is. Yeah. There's only about two or three quarterbacks who, uh, who don't do that. I mean, Jordan Love's been pretty good under pressure in all, in all honesty. Um, but mostly there is only one quarterback who can, uh, basically handle any pressure in his face and uh, that's Superman on the, the Chiefs sideline. It yeah. Is. And then I was just surprised again. George Kittle had such a he had a bad game. Yeah. That's the second game against the Chiefs that he's been completely shut out. Which I mean I thought he was getting that was my X factor. I thought he was gonna have a huge game. I really did. I did too. I one hundred percent thought he he was I I told you either way I thought it was gonna be uh, um tight end was going to be the um, MVP on either team. Well, I thought maybe it was going to be like the Jarius Sneed, because, again, I thought he was going to maybe jump something that Purdy, a duck, a duck that Purdy threw, but, yeah, we should we should know better. Never, never go against Mahomes. Nope. <laughs> so, I got a question to ask you here. Um, so, going into next season, who are the Chiefs' biggest threats? Like, in all honesty. Um... Artificial turf, okay, well, hurting Mahomes. Okay, well, that's a that's a good one. That that's a good one. That's do they play MetLife at all next year? I don't think they do. Also, they play the Giants. I don't think I don't so. Think they, I don't think they do. Yeah, that could be. Um, well, I like. I'm thinking about. See, Baltimore's still a good team. I don't think Baltimore's losing a lot, are they? Not to my knowledge, may actually uh, may one of their linebackers. I think it's Patrick Queen. He's a free agent. Okay, oh, and, and they, yeah, they lost some coaching, I guess. But um, um, I mean, the only, the only thing with Baltimore, I put them in the same category as Buffalo, as in yeah, you had the but Mondo. Buffalo's losing too much. Yeah, but but, but you had Buffalo the is turf, and you still couldn't. Yeah, them. that's my only thing with them. 
I'd, I'd like to say Miami, but my like they got to prove it still. Um, yeah. You could maybe the, say the, the Browns, Chargers. yeah, the Chargers or the Browns. I mean, since the Chargers have Harbaugh as much as it makes me want to throw up, but yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a big question mark. That that'll be um, well, Cincinnati with Burrow back. I think that's the one, one of the two in the AFC <laughs> that can challenge them. The other one, I think, is who's Houston. the other? Houston. Oh, Houston. Because of they also got a dude at quarterback. If he continues to take they another do. leap, I I'm gonna I'm gonna hold I'm gonna pull the reins back on Houston a little bit yeah. just because they're young and you know you've seen quarterbacks have that uh, second year slump. So that is true. That is we'll true. see what he can do. Um, but, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Stroud. I just yeah, I don't want to have expectations too high for him right yeah. right right away. Oh, I understand that. But that's why I mean, I mean the I mean, AFC is the AFC is so good, but they're still an undeniable number one. Yeah, there's still a giant there, and you have everybody else trying yeah. to knock out the giant. And then in the NFC, it's like, oh, well, it's like, so you're you're hoping like you're going to be you, the AFC is like the best team. Okay, the second best. You're fighting to become the second best team, and then you're gonna hope that that number one team has a bad game on the occasion that you play them. That's like your only opportunity because this was probably the worst Chiefs team they've had in a while. Yeah. Oh, and I heard Mahomes. And they just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, Mahomes might try to restructure his contract too, so they might just try to add up cap space. So maybe I don't know they can bring Chris Jones back. Along with some other, <sighs> some other pieces, it's yeah, it's basically like and I think I, like I told their you, players are oh, the players that they have are just going to continue to improve. Yeah, like Rashid Rice will probably take a big leap going from year one to year yeah. two. Uh, Pacheco just continued just want to mull over people, and Kelsey I think is still going to be there. So yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, and who won there? Who who caught the Super Bowl or the touchdown to win the game? Well, Cole Hardman of all people. Who was on the Jets? Yeah, does he? Does he? Is that a? Is that like one of those career-making plays where all of a sudden he's going to become a superstar because of that? I I personally don't think so, but you never know. I don't. I hope not. Yeah, but like what I was telling you, I think before we started recording, I feel like this is feels like you know like the old like uh, heavy or like boxing or even MMA where all these guys are just becoming the or challenging who's going to be the number one contender to. The guy. Yeah. Like, who wants to fight Tyson? Who wants to fight John Jones? Who's going to want to be the team that can fight, take it to Mahomes? And honestly, there's only been one guy that's shown that he can do it, and that's Joe Burrow. That's it. Yeah. Well, and well Jordan Love. but Tom Brady. Okay. Brady, too. But. Oh, stop. Love, Love, Just hey, stop. Love has played Mahomes both times. He has, he has played against Stop. Him. Okay. Stop. In non-important games. Well, one was important, but it was Sunday night. But. Um, but in all, in all honesty, though, you fucking I still, Packer fans. Yeah, but I will say though, in all honesty, I really do think that the Packers are probably the them or the Lions are probably the two best chances from the NFC standpoint. Because I think the Niners have too many pieces that they're going to have to pay, and especially if they yeah. have Greenlaw for another year. And Trent Williams played awful during that Super Bowl, so I don't know if he's starting to. Yes, he did. He's starting to. He's been what? What is he? Fourteenth year. Yeah. And then, I mean, McCaffrey made it through the year, but he was dinged up most of the year. So. Yeah. Um, Ayuk is sounding like he's gone. Yeah. There's been, like, 
not so much of a leak as like torrents of information saying that he's leaving from his girlfriend, his brother, his best friend, like all hinting that he done. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I made pull the reins back a little bit on San Fran. Dallas is Dallas. They won't do it with them. And Philly has too much turmoil. So that's why I just, I honestly think it's just between Green Bay and Detroit. And Detroit has Jared Goff. I'm still going to keep hammering that point here. Um, so that's why I just, I, in all honesty, Green Bay is at least young enough where if they, if Love takes, doesn't fall into a sophomore slump type deal from his second year starting, mm-hmm. if he takes a leap like we were talking about Stroud, they might be the only team out of the NFC that can maybe go toe to toe with them, but it's just, it's so hard. Yeah. You just have to laugh. But like, so I, I'm going to be looking like I'm looking at it this way right now for in that, in that standpoint, I, I think obviously we're biased. We're, we're both very biased people. So I'm going to think that the dolphins actually do have a, a decent chance because they're built very similar to San Francisco mm-hmm. right now. And San Francisco went toe to toe with them and Miami has some better pieces. So, some places they're worse. Some places they're better than San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco is obviously a better team. They were just in the Super Bowl and they weren't hurt. But like Miami healthy could probably go close. Yeah. But they're going to have to catch Kansas City where where Kansas, I mean, Kansas City's going to be the favorite no matter what. Yeah. Even though I saw that the top, they're like... the rankings for next year, they don't have them. They have them at like second or third already. It's like, stop. They're back to Who back Super Bowl champs. Yeah. I did see Mahomes as the favorite to win the MVP already, which he won't just because, as no. we talked about, he has a standard already. Unless if he throws for 60 touchdowns and 6,000 yards, yeah, he's not going to win. He's not winning MVP. No. The only MVPs he's going to win now are going to be, it. maybe, he might win another one. Yeah. But, the other other ones he'll win are Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, I guess I guess he can. That could be a good consolation prize for him. I guess. Because yeah. um, uh, I don't remember who was the number one team on that last ranking I saw. Probably Baltimore. Baltimore, San Fran. I would say it was Baltimore. Yeah. Now you said, yep. Which and I mean, Baltimore did everything in their power to. They kept the game close. They just yep. for some reason didn't run the ball. Still, will never understand that at all. That seems like something we saw this last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Again, some Shannon, Again, I don't know why Shanahan has an allergy to that stuff, but it just he just does. Again, really, really good head coach, really good offensive mind. Just sometimes the decision making not not hundred percent there. Right, and he'll learn from it. Yeah. Um. But. Making the Super Bowl isn't an easy thing, uh, you know. Like when when Marino made it against Montana in his sophomore year, they kind of they were talking about that. They were thought that was going to be a Super Bowl battle for years to come. Never happened again because it takes everything going right to get to the Super Bowl. So the fact that the Chiefs have been to four in six years yeah, and won three of them is unbelievable. Absolutely stupid. It just is. Are is this a uh, it's obviously not as long yet, but like compare this to like the 01 through 
06 of the Patriots. Ooh. Like, is this like a better dynasty than that at that point? Yeah. A better start to it. Well, yeah, because the Patriots didn't go to the NFC or to the AFC title game every year at that point. Um, right. And I don't know. I feel like the AFC is more loaded than it was at yeah. that point. Now, I will say the AFC also had Peyton in a at the well, at least toward the tail end, a young Big Ben. So yeah, that's true. Three Hall of Famers. I mean, I don't know who you could say is a lock Hall of Famer in the AFC right now. Minus, I mean, minus Aaron Rodgers, but he, I consider him an NFC guy. Yeah. Um, he played the majority of his career in NFC. Yeah. But and I, I will say, too, I don't know why Steve Spagnuolo is not getting more head coaching recognition. Like, Yeah, that's – he's called some – he's called some games. Yeah, I mean, he shut down the 07 Patriots, like that offense. He's won four Super Bowls as a coordinator. That's nuts. Yeah. And – I mean, his deep, his defensive scheme was nasty over the weekend. It just, I mean, aside from the big trick play touchdown that they gave up, their defense was solid. Like they mm-hmm. didn't give up anything too major. Nope, that was. God, that was yeah. And then you're you're playing against one of the biggest biggest play threats in football. Mm-hmm. So overall team, I like, and like the fact that he shut down Kittle again, like just. Yeah, I like I said, I just really couldn't believe that. I really thought he was gonna have such a big game and he was I mean him and Debo were just there. It was like Yeah. It, it honestly not that they did, but it, it honestly wouldn't have shocked us if we were told, Hey, they spent the night out in the club the night before so they just weren't feeling good. That's why they were shut down. It just absolute insanity. Um now, Cody, do you have any favorite commercial I know a lot of people like to just watch the Super Bowl because of commercials. Did you have any favorite ones at all? Um, I know you wrote a list of some, but yeah. Um, uh, let's see. My favorite one. My favorite one is probably the E Trade pickleball one. Yeah, can't go wrong with the E Trade babies, man. You just can't. Yeah, they are pretty fun. Um, I love the Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben Affleck, Matt oh, Damon, and J Lo and Tom Brady. That was a good one too. It, like. I don't remember them very well because I don't pay that close of attention to them. But like once they're mentioned, I I do some. Like just talking to you beforehand, um, uh, like I couldn't remember them, and then you'd say something from like, "Oh yeah, I remember that part." So, um, well, like I, there was the the Lionel Messi one because I I remember that one was pretty good. But that I also was big fan of that one because my childhood idol was in that Dan Marino yep. throwing a soccer ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, them, you had Jason Sudeikis, and I think Selma Hayek was in it. I, I thought, I, thought okay. I saw her, and I could be wrong. Um, yeah, that one was good. State Farm with Arnold. That was, Yeah, that was a good one. It was good, and then they put in Danny DeVito right at the end. Um, oh, yeah, for the Twins reference? Yeah. Um, the FanDuel one with Gronk missing the kick at Destiny, and then See, I didn't see that one. Okay. See, I thought that one was good. I, I'm assuming they had both ways taped up or pre-recorded on how, like, it, how whether Gronk either made or missed the kick. Because they also how the, how did he kick it? Wide right. Again. Yep. Should have been wearing a buffalo helmet. Oh my god. Too soon. Awesome. Too soon. Oh um, <gasps> no. But Buck Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wide right. Um, but they even had the Lake Carl Weathers in it, so that's how you know that. 
which I'm curious on how early they recorded this then. Or, right. Or they had, um, yeah, filmed it and everything. Um, oh, I, I did get, um, there was a, in the Midwest region or our region, there was a fairway, uh, commercial that I liked. It had fairway Frank in it and he was wearing the number 44, which a viewer pointed out to me and Scott, thank you. Um, makes me think is fairway Frank a fullback. I mean, the best fullback in football was 44 and he had a good game too, by the way. You should, he did have a very good game. He had a very good game. Um, but I think, I think you're right. I mean, the, he's built like one. I know. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, he's built like a, he's built like a fullback. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty good. You know, like, he's kind of a scary looking fullback, but that neither here nor there. That's true. Um, it's gonna take a huge helmet to get on his head. That is true. That is true. Or maybe they just put a little small one on it, like <laughs> it makes him laugh. Like Bobby Bobby Boucher. Yes. Um, Kicker helmet. So those ones are good. I like the Coors Light one. Good bring back the Silver Bullet. Oh yeah, he, Silver Bullet was good. Um. The Uber Eats one with Jennifer Aniston, where, you know, I can't remember what the... Everybody forgets something. Yeah. Well, I think when you're making room for Uber Eats or something, I don't know. It was something, it was yeah. Like that, but yeah, where she it's forgets kind of funny that you couldn't remember. Oh. Did you just order Uber Eats? Huh? The world will never know. Um, <laughs> There's a Bud Light Genie one that I thought was good. I mean, not Bud Light's best work. They've had some very, other, very, very funny ones, but that's, I thought have. that was pretty good. And then, I mean... The Budweiser Clydesdales with the dog. That was oh, that's fantastic. Good. And I know one that you didn't mention that you wrote down was uh, Kawasaki had early had the had the mullets. Yeah, give Stone Cold one. Oh, that was Stone Cold and the, and the eagle. The yeah. bald eagle was not so bald. I don't. Then he gave a bear bullet too. It was oh, yeah, that was good. So again, I mean, there were some good. There were some good ones. There were some weird ones. <laughs> Like the the he gets us one the Jesus one where some with feet I don't I still don't yeah quite get that one um and there that, were a lot of movies that one's causing movies. some controversy yeah yeah I did, I, yeah, I did see that too but um yeah the I know that the the Deadpool three trailer was on it but like you're supposed to watch the rest of it online I haven't done that yet I haven't done that I probably won't do that anyway I'll just wait for There'll be other clips when it come when they're oh, yeah. close to movie time anyway. Plus, we're uh, I was at my in laws today and we were talking about it because uh, she records some TV shows so that he can watch them on like on DVR. Yeah. And I was like, you know that that we have that on like Paramount Plus or she's like, yes, but your son is so impatient that he cannot sit through. A commercial so i'm trying to train him to have to watch commercials it's like that's true like 100 he does not know kids right now do not know what a commercial is because everything's on streaming sites and there's so few commercials on that like especially we pay a few dollars for a few of them for no commercials yeah well that's a thing i mean a lot of places are a lot of the streaming services are getting now where you do have to pay that extra for the yeah for the non-commercials and stuff Oh. We do it because I hate. I have no patience for them either. Well, see, I have no patience, but we have cable, and then I usually just change the channel, and then I'll flip it back. I mean, I, I'm usually pretty good about knowing when to flip it back when stuff's on. It's like it's my. It's, it's usually about a two minute. It's like a two minute, uh, commercial break usually. Yeah, yeah. No, you, yeah. I I just like to say I have a special talent of knowing when to, knowing, knowing the exact moment when to flip it back. I'm sorry. I 
I made you look stupid. How? I'm just kidding. Your face does that. Um, oh, you're so nice. I, I am. I try to be. Yeah. Okay. Got anything else? Not any other nice things you would like to say, funny guy? No, I'm good right now. Okay. Um. Wait, so, Cody, what do we do now? We can't pick any more football games. I know. We can talk about... Is there anything coaching happened lately? Nah, nothing. I mean, Mike Zimmer got hired as the Cowboys D coordinator. I know the Dolphins let go of some um, backup court, like, you know, not, not backup, some, like, secondary coaches yeah, and stuff like the, that. But I think the Packers are kind of doing that, too. I think that's just cleaning house time and yeah. getting new people. I mean, so I can talk about NASCAR more. Oh, look at that. That's all the time we have. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, well, actually, no, we don't, because we have a couple of things here. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do. We do I know. We have more. I just yeah. don't want to talk about NASCAR anymore. Oh, thanks. I'm just, you can. I don't care. Thanks. I can zone you out. Oh, that's right. I got, I got nothing else right now. I really don't. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, I think we'll just have to, like, prepare ourselves more for non-football. And, like, oh, uh, I guess we can mention real quick that, Caitlin Clark is going to beat the women's all-time scoring record probably tomorrow night, yep. barring Thursday barring night. something surprising. Thursday There's... night, actually. Yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, she only needs eight eight points because yeah. for some reason Iowa took its foot off the gas against uh, when the heck was it was it Nebraska yeah, against Nebraska over the weekend. They should not have lost that game, but. Um, yeah, so she'll will probably break that record within the first what, half. Do you think that was partially because they didn't want her to break the record? And yes. yes, no doubt. Yes, they got away from playing their normal game plan, and it bit them in the butt. Yeah, that's um, sad. Yeah. So, Cody, we do have a listener question from our buddy okay. Christian, long time, long time listener, loyal listener. Um, he would like to know. Getting ready to have his. Have have his first baby. Oh yeah, that is his, true. His his uh his fiance is at least, which sinner. <laughs> I got I I got nothing. I'm sorry, Christian. I got nothing. Try actually, I did the same. I did the exact same way as you, China. So that is true. And look how I can't how really Cody talk smack. Out. Look how Cody's exactly. Out. God, I can't wait to see you get fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Christian, oh, I can't even say this face. Uh, so Christian's question: um, If we were to go back to our childhood, what is one thing or decision that we regret making? <sighs> I'll let you go with yours because otherwise, I'll just—I'll be copying that one, and I don't like. It was your idea. Okay. Um, well, my probably biggest one is I kind of regret not going out for golf in my, especially in my high school days. Um, yeah. just, I mean, I was, I, I loved to golf back then. I just, I don't know, I, for circumstances one way or another, I just didn't want to go out to be on the golf team. And, um, I don't know, it's just kind of something that I wish I would have, would have done. So that's maybe, that's one thing. Just one other, th- one other thing that I kind of regret at least doing, I, for, I regret running into a pole in third grade playing kickball. I know that's not Christian's question, but I still regret doing that because I lost half a tooth and everything went black. Nice. Maybe that's – was that when you became a Packer fan? 
No. Because you were raised by a Jet fan. And, and a Viking fan, yeah. No, see, I was born in Wisconsin. I was born in Cheesehead Country, Cody. So. Interesting. Um, I'd say my biggest regret, like, I, that's one of mine Um, with – I wish I'd have gone out for golf. I didn't have an interest in golf until after high school. But, like, as soon as I started playing, I fell in love with the game. And, uh, Don't we all? Yeah, I really I really wish I would have learned, maybe got some, some kind of training to start. I think that would have helped me a lot. Um, maybe not learn so many bad habits. I don't know. I don't know how good coaches are in high school anyway. Yeah. Like I'm, I know that like some of them are very good. Cause I know I've had a local high school coach help me before a little bit. So if he would have been helping me start, it might've been really good for me. But, um, my, my biggest regret really is that I didn't, uh, put forth my best effort in wrestling until it was too late. Like once I was like, okay, wow, wrestling is coming to an end here. I really started to step it up, and I could see huge growth in in my wrestling abilities. And but it was kind of too little, too late. So that's that's probably my biggest regret. Yeah, I gotcha. I, gotcha. I mean, there's small regrets, like, but like you know, I I thought about like moves I've made or stuff like that but at the same time I don't really regret those because they brought me to where I am today like I I thought about that like if I didn't if I'd have moved with Fairway earlier or later I might not or I I turned out like there was transfer opportunities that I didn't take and I was kind of like maybe I could have you know done something faster with it but then I wouldn't have met my wife um, probably I mean I wouldn't have met her when I did to start dating. I mean, because I knew her a lot longer. I mean, more importantly, you wouldn't have met me. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like yeah. this has been a, so much fun for me. And like, if, if, if I had taken, there was an opportunity for me to go to Vinton, I think it was. And I, I said no. And had I taken that, I wouldn't have gone to Cresco. And then you wouldn't so, have found a friend like me. Exactly. I would not have met Andy. You've got a friend. Yeah. Shout out to Toy Story. And thank you for not sending. I think, cause I think we can only like send maybe three seconds of songs. I think that's the max you can send. So. And I don't know if my singing really counts as singing. It, it's more cats dying. Uh, yeah, that's true. I might have heard somebody call 911. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So. Without further ado, do you want you came up with a kind of a good idea for our top five this week? I did. Well, I did. Um, now that now that sports season is over, it's usually or not sports. NFL season's over. I have a lot more time for TV series, and because um, I I don't have football on Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and occasionally a Wednesday or a Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have more time for watching TV, or not that we watch a lot, but at night it's nice to kick back and watch a nice sitcoms. So I thought, what are your all-time top five favorite sitcoms? 
Well, I will let you lead off our top five segment brought to you by Lick Tag, Long Care, and Snow Removal. So go right ahead, Cody. Hopefully you're going to need it this week. We need some snow. We do, we do, we do, we do. Or something. Um, my number five is my is the only medical show I've ever seen that I can stand. Um, as a comedy, Scrubs. They were on the T-Mobile commercial. They were. Zach Braff and Donald Fiazon. Yep. Yeah. Fiazon? Yep. Yep. That was a good commercial too. I like that one. So are you going to go with your five or yeah. you want me to just go down my yep. list? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go along that same line. Not not the medical line, but also in that T-Mobile commercial where um, the guys who played Harvey and Mike in the show Suits. Nice. Nice. I've not watched that yet. Oh, I like uh, Cody. I think you would like suits. It has the perfect amount I, of sarcasm and smart aleckness for you too. My uh, my wife is on the on the train of getting me to watch that. That's going to be one of my next shows. So she watched it. I know uh, Christian China watches it. Um, but I did inform him that there is a ninth season that he did not know about. Yeah, it's on Amazon. I watched that too. Yep. So. Um, yeah, no. my number four yeah, is a favorite that I know some, a lot of people is a lot of people's number one, but my number four is the office. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's a good number four to have as somebody who just watched yeah. the office for the first time. I think I mentioned this last time, but for the first time how, like, over the last year, how did you like it? I did. I did. I mean, I I don't get the total, like, this is by far and away the greatest thing I've ever seen, like other people say, but I know I still think it was really good. Yeah. All right, what's your number four? I feel like I'm copying you. I actually would put The Office at four. At, at, oh, nice. In all honesty. I, I really did like the show, but, um, yeah, I'd probably put that in my, at my number four, though. Okay. Well, my number three is... Friends, R.I.P. Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. My number three. I'm gonna go with the show that I still need to watch. I think the last two seasons of it was initially on NBC. It's called The Blacklist. Oh, I'm yeah. Very good show. I love James Spader. He's funny. So so that funny. Is... Um, I watched the first few seasons of that. I don't know why I I stopped. It wasn't cause, it wasn't because it was bad or anything. I just kind of fell out of it. Well, you know, the episodes, I think, are like 48 minutes or something like that, 48, 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like something like The Office, you know, where you can just watch something for like 20 minutes and call her good. Yeah. Okay. What do you got for number two? Modern Family. Ooh. Ooh, it is It is my feel good. Like, it's probably my most watched show. I, I, as a matter of fact, like it's like a background TV show for us right now, like We'll put it on while we're doing other things because we don't mind if we miss an episode because we've seen them all so many times. So, like, if we're, like, doing dishes or something like that, we can have that playing and just hear it. Nice. It's fantastic. Um, My number two, I'm going to go with Last Man Standing with uh, Tim <sighs> Allen. I love nice. That. I, love that show. I do like that show a lot. I'm like, I'm like with you, or what you just said with Modern Family. I can have that show on in the background, and it's like, yeah. Because then, because then, Mike you, Baxter. 
and then you'll turn away because you even when you've seen episodes, it's like, yeah, I know this part. This you gotta watch. You gotta yep. watch this part. How did you feel about the 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 recasting of characters in the show, though? So look, I will say I didn't really watch the first season, so I didn't know about okay. until later about the recasting of Kristen. Um, but then like the recasting, I like I like the original Kristen more, honestly. Okay. I I've wa- I haven't watched I don't think I've watched every episode from the first season and yet, so I kind of need to I definitely that. like I definitely like the original Mandy more. Yeah, I mean the second eh, Mandy isn't Mandy, more. Mandy Mandy isn't bad. No. I, 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 that was good. That was good by the way. I picked up what you were saying. The second Mandy isn't bad, but yeah, the first one it just um she fit the character better. Yeah. Yeah. But I I understand it. I liked I liked the girl that played Eve a lot. She was she was the perfect amount of smart good. Alecness to be yeah. Tim Allen's daughter in, in the show. It yeah. Was, yeah. It was good. And then, I mean, I like Chuck. They got Jay oh, Leno. Yeah. And somehow they got Jay Leno to be kind of a recurring character. Which is I think, what? Well, um, he was in a couple episodes of my f- number one show, Home Improvement. Ooh. That's good. That's good. That's, that's a good show to have. <laughs> yeah. He was in like two or three episodes of that, so Jay Leno came into it. Really? Did not know that. Yeah, he, uh, Tim Allen or Tim, the Toolman Taylor, sold him the um, the thirty two Ford, thirty two, thirty three Ford that he had him and Brad had built, and then they bought a forty six Ford from him. Nice. Did I hear it? Are they making a uh, like kind of a remake, or not necessarily a remake, but are they kind of a revival of that? Of home improvement. I don't know if you heard that or not. I hope so. I'm going to be googling this as soon as we get done with this. The only the only thing that I did see is that apparently the actor that played Wilson um can't he died yeah he died so I don't know how they would I, they would probably they would come up with their own way how to oh yeah because I I remember in uh, Last Man Standing they did they did a little spoof of that with uh Chuck and with Mike <laughs> yeah and I remember them doing they, they brought in that a few times where like uh the guy that played Al came in and he's like, how are the three boys? Yep. It's three girls. I just thought it was three boys. Yep. And then they had Mike's or they had Tim's wife, Tim's wife on it. And then, um, Jonathan, they Taylor also had, uh, right? yep. which is kind of, yep. Which he also played Simba as a kid. Um, did not know that. Okay. Yep. He was the young, they brought that up in an episode. There was an episode of home improvement where, uh, Tim Allen's character was babysitting his niece and he was like talking as um, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, nice. And uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character came in and it's like, I always like Simba more. Oh, and, uh, that's, oh, that's funny. I like that. Um, So my number one, and it, I mean, and I will say a lot of these it's not like a clear cut number one by, by any means, but I go with How I Met Your Mother. I love that show. Oh, I, I knew you were going to have that, and that's yeah. really close to my top five, but yeah. like just off of it, I'd say. Yeah, no, I'm glad. It's a fantastic show. That That's the first show that I ever watched from beginning to end while airing. Like, I never, you know, like I remember watching the pilot episode, and I watched every episode after that. Like, I'm trying to think. If I've actually even watched it, if I've been like that, if I watched a show from sort of the fin, like like that, like when it came out, I, I remember the hype about it, and then I was addicted. I got friends addicted to it. Um, that was a great show. 
How do you feel about the sequel? Have you watched any of that? I did. It got canceled now. It's over. Oh, did it? Yeah, the one with Hill- Hillary Duff. I thought I thought it was I thought it was good. I mean, I, it wasn't as good as I like Hillary Duff. So I yeah. I mean, I I, I I laughed. I thought it was funny, but I I don't know. I guess I can kind of understand how they why why they ended it. But um, but no. interesting. Oh, good. And so I I went more like sitcoms for myself, and which and that's kind of what I did. I guess I mind. Yeah. Like to me, the the number one show of all time, um, True Detective. It's currently go, it's still going. It's on the fourth season, but just there are four different stories in it. Oh, I gotcha. Each season is a different story, different actors, different cast, everything. The first season of that is probably the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. I could watch that a hundred times over. That's got um. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Allen, Woody, Woody, Woody Harrelson. Sorry, okay. Woody Allen. Controversial. Um, that's a fantastic show. Okay, I've never seen it, but uh, it's on HBO Max. Okay, I do not have that, so that would explain that. Um, and I mean, I know uh, other people. I think would say what like Game of Thrones, but I don't oh yeah, know. it's up there too. But I, I, Break- I watched the first two episodes and never really got into it. Breaking Bad is another one that's like just, but like. I don't know. These are to me like the greatest ones are the ones that I can watch over and over and over again, and I can, I can literally watch the five shows that I le- watched no matter what mood I'm in. Well, and again, I think the thing that helps that is like all those shows. Mo- most of the episodes are short. Like, it's yeah. Not, again, it's not like you're watching like these elongated um, shows and stuff. Hey, and these are also shows that you can miss a little something here and there, and it's not important. Whereas, like, if you miss, like, a three-minute segment of Breaking Bad, you could miss a huge storyline. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, I I guess I know I know I had the Blacklist on there. But, like, yeah, if you miss, like, about a three- or five-minute segment of the Blacklist, you're probably going to miss – you can miss something very key in the storyline. But, yeah, the other ones are just, like – and they're just fam- they're family-friendly shows where, yeah, you miss, you miss yeah. a little something that's not going to totally kill anything, at least for future episodes. Yeah. Um. I will say I want to give one honorable mention only because my dad and I like to watch this. Mash. I love Mash. Nice. I would go little 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 old throwback. Um. To shout out to Alan Alda as well. But uh, I, I, I I like Mash. And I mean, Radar was from Iowa. Or at least Otumwa, where I lived. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to visit Otumwa, um, don't. Okay. Okay. I think I've heard that. I have, I, have a bu- I have a buddy who's from there too, and I think he's mentioned that. So okay, that's good. Good to know. Wonder who the, who is that? Um, his name was uh, Ian. I went to college with him. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, there is our top five. Very fun top five. Love, it was a top good top five. I love good TV shows. You don't get a lot of those now though nowadays. Like the good no. family friendly shows. Everything has to be just dead on serious, basically, or some crime drama. Yeah, they're, they're, and nothing's on TV anymore. It's all on a streaming site. So, yep, got to put got to put everything behind a paywall. Got to do it. Yep. So. Which uh, brings us to our next point. We are starting a Patreon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we're now moving to a subscriber only. So, if you want to enjoy listening to us, the like two of you that are out there. Um, <laughs> Oh, hey, we do have a correction from um, a listener, Todd Erickson. 
Oh, yeah. Told us that the uh, Cresco Speedway. Uh, I think we we're talking about Speedway is 0.38 miles. No, I, or I thought it was three eighths. Three. Oh, three eighths. Okay. That's what he says. Three eighths. Maybe. Yeah. And that the decor track is probably about a quarter mile. Yeah. He said maybe a little shorter, but yeah. I need to go to a race there. I've heard they're good. I just I've never. They are good races there. now. Um. I haven't been for a while. Me and my wife have been planning. Maybe we can do a um, unrelated sports podcast night out at the races uh, next season. Yes. Oh, Cody, I would have so much fun doing that. Heck yeah! I love I love cars that go in circles. I like fast cars, oh. just not in circles. Oh. I, I actually I enjoy dirt track racing more than I do NASCAR anymore. So okay, I know I know a lot of people are like that. Um, however, if you do like dirt racing, there's a guy who's pretty good on dirt. He's also good on anywhere. That his name's Kyle Larson. This he'll be driving the number five car on Sunday. He's really good at everything. Nice. Like he, he honestly, he is the current age where or current day where you can basically throw him on a lawnmower and he's going to make it go fast. Yeah, he's just that freaking good. But yeah, so tune into the Daytona 500 this Sunday, one thirty, Fox. That, that I won't be doing that, but okay, yeah. I might watch the last like ten laps if I hear about him. Okay, well that well that'll that'll be good because they'll be probably just about getting all ready to wreck at that point. And Saturday night this week is the Iowa High School State Wrestling Tournament finals. That'll be worth watching. Do you know what that's on? Like, will it just be? I don't. Okay. That they've changed it so many times. Yeah. It used to always be on. Um, is it PBS? IPTV. Iowa Public Television. Yeah. It used to be, but I don't know what it's on anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. So it should be should be a fun little fun little weekend. And then, I mean, for anybody who is interested, you know, this this has kind of died. Is the NBA's having their All Star Weekend? But that's kind of all just. I don't. know. It's not what it was yeah. even like ten years ago. It, we'll have to, have to pay attention. When does when does the MLS start season start? Um, that's actually a good question. I thought I think that's coming up. I don't know why you have to say that's actually a good question. Like, like you're surprised that I have a good question. Um, well, yeah, don't answer why. Every blind squirrel finds a nut eventually. Yeah, I found Courtney. What's up? <laughs> Respect. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So the MLS season uh, starts uh, next uh, Wednesday, actually, with Inter Miami. Okay. And nice. then they're having the MLS's back weekend is next weekend, then the twenty fourth and. 24th. Okay. So, yeah, we're almost to the other football season in the U.S. here. And then the spring football, too. Yeah, with the UFL. The U.S. Uh, is it UFL? UFL. Yep, United Football League. And, yeah, then baseball will be around the corner. March Madness, March Matness, and uh, some tournament called the Masters. Ah. Uh, they still play that, that stupid song. Like... They still play that stupid song in the background during the Super Bowl. What are we doing, CBS? What are we doing? Just play. Oh my Just play gosh. the piano music. The... That's all you gotta do. Exactly. That's all we need. I know. We don't need it. Oh. They don't even need. They don't even need video. Just the sound. I know. Maybe show some trees. I know. That's all. I'd be happy. Yeah, that's all they gotta do. It's not that hard. But okay. Well, Cody, I think we we vented long enough about. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> so. 
Any party any parting words, Cancer? Um please listen, follow, eventually watch Andy. Um <laughs> uh subscribe, tell your friends. If you if you get a hold of a friend's phone, type our podcast in and press follow. Yeah. Maybe they'll listen. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe share their maybe share that on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Which Facebook is upsetting me with our page a little bit because I tried to I tried to share the Spotify link. I, was it yeah. I yeah, it wouldn't let me. Yeah. Every time I did and I tried to find your um countdown through that page and it wouldn't you must have it like private or oh, only friends. Okay. So I didn't think I did. Maybe I need to change that. But so I couldn't share that from there. I kept forgetting to tell you that. Okay. Well, good enough. Um, yeah. I'll see if I can make that public. Then. Like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends. Um, yeah. yeah. Just continue, hopefully, enjoying our lovely work here. Exactly. And um, you got anything else? No. Actually, you you covered it all. Just And I guess huh? I, I thank you to everybody who does listen yes. and keep spreading the word. So, okay, Cody, send us away. And remember, oh, here you know what? Uh, Larry Zonka did. I think did he present the trophy of the Super Bowl? He handed it off to John Elway, I believe. And okay, one of the greatest fullbacks of all time played for the '72 and the '73 Dolphins, who were back-to-back Super Bowl champions. And he was back then. Fullback was a much bigger position than it is now, but. Um, he he was a member of the 73 Dolphins who won the Super Bowl as well as the 72, and it was the 50th anniversary of the 73 Dolphins. So that's why he was there handing out the trophy, handing off the trophy to Elway. Um, yeah, fullbacks are people too. Yeah, you you heard the man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you next week. Peace.